Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. What's up, guys? Welcome to a bonus episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe. I'm Joe, as always, and with me today, as always, because we, you know, we keep this show consistent. We don't, you That's know. That's true. Everybody we, shows up. Every we, we all show up. We're contractually obligated to show up together. <laughs> um, Doug and Eric are here. Right. What's hey, well, I'll just add. I'll just add that. We also like working with each other. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. We all get along really well. <laughs> it's like Publix. We're working as a pleasure. Yes, exactly. Yep. That's true. You know, we got pretty lucky. I, I really enjoy both of your company. And Oh, yeah. I look forward to this every yeah, time. Yeah. Every freaking time. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other podcast, when, when I started that one, it was kind of a, we should do a podcast, and then quickly jumped into it. This one, I hand-selected the crew. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm taking a Smart little bit more time to like there was live a, and you yeah. learn, right? It was a vetting like, process. Yeah, yeah. It was like a maybe. Yeah. Okay, exactly. let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I passed a job interview. I'm so excited about that, man. Yeah, you didn't even know. I we had it over pass, lunch man. at a, uh, what was that place we ate that was in Winter Park? It was fancy. Uh, was it like Ravenous Pig or something? Something no, like it that? Was, well, it that was uh, fancy. I, I do want to go to Ravenous Pig sometime, though. <laughs> What's this it, was the, um the Fat Hog. No, um, no, yeah. Oh like, no, we went to like Black Bean Cafe or one of those places out there in Winter Park. Yeah, yeah but there, there was another place. It was like right in the heart of it. It was some fancy place, and I had a hard time parking my truck because the spots were too small. 
Oh, you're <laughs> testing one of the worst memories in the business, my friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I know we well, had charcuterie. We did. We had charcuterie. That was a nice little first date. Yeah. <laughs> Mimosas. So I, I wanted to do a quick little bonus episode um, with you guys because I, I had an interesting conversation with my brother over text. Um, you know, I was traveling, talking about like our favorite movie theater moments, like those moments that we will remember for the rest of our lives right. in a movie theater. And it and it's especially now that we're getting to go back to movie theaters and, and have that experience again. Um, it was just a really it was fun to go back um, and, and sort of talk about those moments we had some of them together so it was a sort of natural thing and it got me thinking i want to have that conversation with you guys my my co-hosts um and friends on this show because like your brothers of the show my brothers of the show my brothers from another <laughs> yeah so um i'm just i'm curious to hear your stories and and share with you some of mine so with that said uh just round table let's uh, let's start with doug okay yeah um, so the first thing, when you brought this up offline, the first thing that popped into my mind, and it was immediate, was Jaws. Okay? Mm. I was 12, right? 75 that came out. So, yeah, I was 12. And I went with my friends and saw it and was completely, like, scared shitless and freaked out, but in love with Steven Spielberg and, and you know, everything about the movie. Um and I, I don't know if it was opening weekend, probably wasn't, but the cool thing about it was a week later, I went with um, my mom and my dad and my sister. No, my sister didn't go. She was too young. But it was, so it was my mom and dad and me and some other people, I forget. And the theater was so crowded. And this was like a huge theater. It was like the old days where there was one screen. It was the theater with one screen, so the, the theater was you know had a few hundred seats and everything at least. And we had it was so crowded. We got separated, and we were sitting. My dad and I were sitting together, like in the second row, right. And me being twelve, I was a little shit, and I, I, I kept asking him if if he wanted me to tell him when the scary parts were coming. <laughs> nice, right? And he was getting really, really annoyed with me, rightfully so. I was such a little shithead, right? So, the scene um, early on in the movie where they dive to the first boat. Brody and, and Richard Dreyfus dude with Cooper and the head pops out of the hole in the mm -hmm. hole <laughs> right so this is why I'm, I'm like right before that starts I'm like you sure you don't want me to tell you shut up Jesus he's just like so angry with me and I I didn't watch the movie I watched him when the head popped out <laughs> and my dad jumped out of his seat like I did on Tower Terror right? yep. he was completely <laughs> off his seat <laughs> And then he just he just looked at me. He didn't say anything. He just he glared at me like a solid 10 seconds. And then, you know, he just said, I still don't want you to say anything the rest of this movie, but you got me. <laughs> you made it. I got him. So, yeah, that's definitely, again, that was the first one that popped into my head when you asked, um, you know, when you talked about this topic. I thought it was a great idea. So, yeah, that's, that's, awesome. that's my first nice. one. Yep. Hard to top Jaws. You know what I mean? Yeah, really. But especially that story with it being your dad and stuff, that's super cool. Yeah, yep. Um, for me, there, uh, th I wanted to talk about maybe one or two. So I had the conversation with my brother for us. It's Star Wars, and it's new Star Wars, which people 
run into as not being their favorite thing. Um, my argument is that those experiences I'll carry with me forever going to the theater and seeing the premieres with him mm-hmm. because because we shared that love. So, you know, moments like in The Force Awakens when you see the Millennium Falcon for the first time oh. and the, the crowd just erupts, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like crackling Absolutely. energy. Like that's the kind of stuff we were talking about. So I won't dive too deep into those because that happened quite a few times. I'll give you two. One was today, which I, I, the yeah. timing is perfect. I just got back from Ghostbusters Afterlife with the whole crew, all three of my kids and my wife. And I, there were moments in that movie that like hit me in, in the core in a big way, but it wasn't that huge, like it wasn't a packed theater. There were like five other people in there, you know, for a matinee. So it was very personal, but I cried <laughs> peaks and valleys for about two hours. Um, it was just a very emotional experience. And again, of course, my kids were there and they're singing the theme song and all that stuff made it hugely impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't give you too many details because it's a new movie and a lot of people haven't seen yeah. it. So no spoilers, but go see it. The other one in the opposite direction from... The big crowd reactions, the you know, like the Avengers end Endgame worthy cap, was a very quiet reaction, and it was a movie called Spotlight, which was about the uh, the Boston Globe, sort of uncovering the pedophilia in the Catholic Church. Yeah, um, Michael Keaton, a really fantastic film. That movie ends, cuts to black, and they played a, a list of all of the pedophilia cases historically um, oh damn really and it was a, a packed theater it's so this is the end of the movie the very yeah right before the the credits it sucked the air out of that theater you could hear a pin drop i never experienced anything so there, like there was that no, it was just silence just dead you were afraid to breathe because it well i mean was there noise. music in the uh movie itself or no just dead De- they knew exactly if they really what they were wanted doing. to top it off they should have played five dollar foot long behind it oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> see you would have if you were in the theater that day with me you probably would have ruined would have this experience it. i'd have been yeah. like five five dollar yeah. foot long but there was no joe in there that that screening it was just you know see i'm that guy <laughs> 50 to 100 people that were just sh- shocked into silence and yeah. it, it was so impactful i'll never forget that right uh, joe you 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 have one of the most unique <laughs> senses of humor of anyone i've ever yeah, met it's a good life, word and i love you for it no i uh, i have to say <laughs> you you, you it's just i am so enamored with your sense of humor <laughs> you know it might not uh, always land with me but i have to like I have to stand up and applaud you, regardless of whether I, I think it's funny or not. It's well, fucking was funny. It, was it Jordan just, that says you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take? No, nah, it's Gretzky. Gretzky. Don't Gretzky. Gretzky. to Jordan. Yeah. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, so I take them all. You do, and again, even the ones that don't land, the audacity and the genius <laughs> behind it, Joe. I, 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 yeah, you know, and you know, the last thing I want to do is pump your fucking ego because well, we don't. None <laughs> but, of us need that, but you deserve it. I'm just saying. 
It's a cautionary it. tale, though, because <laughs> it, it, there, is a, there, is a, there is a point when I come to diminishing returns. No, no, no I understand that. I but understand it's not that. even and about you know the what? returns. I agree with no. you, Doug. It's about, like, I just, I like, I like to understand what makes you tick. <laughs> right. So you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, how do I come up with this random bullshit? But yeah. see, here's the thing, Joe, too, really quickly with that, not to friggin' go off on too much of a tan- tangent, but, you know, as someone older, right? You're going to mature with this. You're going to you're going to pick your targets yeah. better, but you're still going to be as fucking funny. You're right. still going to be as funny. And I cannot wait to see this just happen. That's all. Thank anyway, you. Thank you. I'll try. Uh, so, Joe, what what do you got? Speaking of the that, you know, skill I have. Um, <laughs> well, my first story we've all heard before. Um, I was in a movie theater watching A Walk to Remember, the Mandy Moore movie with my friend on a blind double date. And I decided to make this into a comedy rather than the drama piece it was and just like laugh every time that I thought it would be inappropriate for her to die from cancer. Like the the best, the climax of that was as she was walking down the aisle, I was like, I hope like as she like walks in the aisle or like right as she's about to say I do, she just dies from cancer. <laughs> just to wow. ruin like, just to ruin the movie. And and like I said, the, the the date didn't go well, but me and my buddy we laughed about it afterwards, and we went out drinking or something. I don't remember what we did afterwards, but it was it was a good time had by us. Um, That's great. And and from that that movie was born the band A Day to Remember, the name of that band, because it came from a walk to remember me recounting this story. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the other one that uh, I remember was also my sick, twisted sense of humor. We were watching Titanic when I was in high school once again on a date because that movie came out when I was in high school and I went on a date to it and um, I couldn't help myself. You know, first of all, like I got to point out all the shit that I just think is ridiculous. Like the naked painting scenes, like how the fuck do they have a cabin big enough to put a car in to like paint? Yet there's like 500,000 Irish people stuck in a cell with, with grass on the floor. Well, that was real though, dude. Yeah, I know, but you know, but no, it's hard to get your head it, around. It, I get it. But I think the climactic part of this one was, when the ship was sinking, um, I don't know why. Like, everyone's, like, you know, upset and, like, doing the things you're supposed to be doing. And I'm <laughs> laughing my ass off because some guy fell off the back of the ship and hit the propeller as he went down. <laughs> oh, yeah. He spun <laughs> like I was a helicopter. Like, I'm like, whoa. What if he would have just yeah. chopped him and blow with a splatter everywhere? He, he cartwheeled all the way down to the water. Yeah, that. and I'm I just fucking totally dying laughing. That. Everyone else is, like, crying and, like, feeling bad. Oh. And I'm just, like, busting out laughing in the movie theater because a guy fell out of the boat and hit the propeller. You know, Alrighty, then. sometimes when it comes to your humor, you know, uh, I want to I want to act like I'm I'm superior to it. You know, it's not... I got a level with you, man. I laughed my ass off at that too. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. And yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, and the uh, only people I really felt bad for were the people playing the violin quartet, like the string quartet. Cause I'm like, them guys went out doing their job. They didn't even fucking flinch. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was cool. That was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know there's a bunch of other movies that's all in the theaters. Like you said earlier with uh, Avengers in game, that scene where, where Captain America became the Thundercat with like when he got the, <laughs> the when Thor goes, I knew it. Yeah. Like, yes. Like I was like, fuck yeah, you did. I'm like, that part was awesome. Um, that was the, that yeah. and the whole like scene, like when the, the, the Doctor Strange holes open up and like everyone starts coming out like, I don't know, oh my just, God, on your uh, left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Although they had to ruin it with Avengers assemble. I'm like. First of all, nobody heard you because you said it like so fucking quiet. Oh, he's got and, the like, earpiece. And come on, Joe, you know. I, you I know. guess maybe it's like secret services. Um, that and the weird <laughs> like 
they had to do the girl pose or like girls rule the world pose or all the girl superheroes got into one shot. I like that. Or was that but Infinity War like or that. Endgame or both? That was, uh, that was Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. yeah, when when uh, they, they got the yeah. gauntlet from Peter. I mean, you know, right. like Captain Marvel was like, I got this. But at the same time, is it necessary? Because like, if they're equals, then why do we need to draw them out that because, they're the females? Right. Not to get too deep, but it is necessary because of exactly what you just said. But I mean, they're equal. Because that so philosophy like, exists, it's necessary. When we stop saying that, it'll be not necessary. But until like, to that me, goes they're away, all heroes. Like it doesn't matter who the hero is; it, they're heroes. It, but and nah. not to mention the the most badass hero who fucking just does everything is Captain Marvel. She fucking makes, takes out the entire army in like thirty seconds. Yes. Oh yeah. She is a badass. Yeah. Although. Yep. I just wish they would have like left her hair the way it was in Captain Marvel and not made that weird like spike. Well, pony. they filmed they filmed that before Captain Marvel. I was the problem. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. Because I do they not like her that. end game scenes before Captain Marvel. The end game they, haircut was not doing it. Yeah. I was like, come on. I know. And um, you know, I'm always going to remember her as Abed's girlfriend from Community. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, twenty twenty two jumps. No, twenty one Jump Street too. Yeah, yeah, we're going to oh, cover that movie right. coming up pretty soon also. That's yeah, weird. and she she was like she looked like she was in high school in 21 Jump Street. Like she yeah. was young. But um so yeah, so I mean you know, we talked about two. I talked about one. And I I got a couple. It's like one is Star Wars and obviously being able to experience all of them just like you said, Eric. You know, I have my my memories from all of them, but The Phantom Menace for me was really cool because first because you know growing up with star wars as a kid and waiting those 17 years 16 years whatever it was yeah um you know for this to come out not knowing (laughs) what it was going to be like um and then going on opening night i went with my cousin scott who again i've I've said in the past he's like my best bud on the planet uh we grew up together i mean like because his parents and our parents were best friends so you know, we've known each other since I was born. I'm a year younger than him. So we've been together since 1963. Um, and he's he's a Star Trek guy, Joe. So you'd like him. I like uh, him. Good but man. he loves Star Wars, too. And so we went. It was me and him and, my, and his sister and my cousin Cindy and a whole bunch of people. And just, go, you know, the costumes. It was just like fanboys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, with, yeah. With the line was a mile long. We bought our tickets in advance, but there wasn't seating. You know, there weren't seat assignments, so it was like a friggin' circus getting in. You had to get there early, and that whole experience. And it, it, it. I remember everything about that night. And then, the coolest part was, afterwards we went to a diner, and um, I got to hold court because I was the Star Wars expert, right? Uh. <laughs> because not only with all the movies and stuff, I. I was very deep into the expanded universe books at the time. I read everything that came out, so I was like, I was like holding court, literally at the at the table nice. in this diner, because, you know, besides my cousin Scott, everybody were just like neophytes. They just they they were going to see Star Wars because it was cool to go see the yeah. Phantom Menace, yeah, yeah. where Scott and I it meant something to us. And I'm not I'm not belittling them. But the, you know the one cool thing about seeing Phantom Menace in the theaters, like when I saw it, because I saw it like either one of the first opening nights. I don't know if it was opening night, but it was the yeah. first weekend. Yep. Was that I got to watch the movie without like thinking this movie sucks? Like, no, exactly. Oh, you're yeah. right, Joe. Because every you. time since then, I'm like, yep. this movie sucks. But the first no. time you watch it, you watch it like, oh, okay, 
And like it didn't sink yeah. in that it sucked until like a couple days later. No, hundred percent. I was yeah, Joe. You couldn't have said it better. Um, yeah, right. Seeing it, it was like it was like yay, they're back. Yeah, and then you yeah, start yeah. So, like, so much adrenaline that like it yeah. felt good. You want to exactly. know one of the most magical moments for me was this. Yep. Yeah. Be- being in the theater when right. this blast came on. Yeah. And yeah. seeing the title crawl. Yep. Every every movie like you know even the ones that weren't well received you know especially yeah, recently part, that gets you every time oh my god yes, heart stopping oh yeah we i mean the theater erupted it absolutely erupted yep. and to really quickly touch on something you said earlier eric uh like the force awakens when the trailer came out and and han and chewie walked around the corner and said chewie were home i cried like a baby yep. on my couch for for a trailer Yep. <laughs> Not even for the movie. For the trailer, I, st- I started shooting tears across the room. Mm-hmm. Like the kids had a check on me. I was la- I was crying so hard. <laughs> um, yeah, just out yeah. of joy, you know? Yeah, so absolutely. I, I, I completely relate. I totally remember pulling relate. over in, on the road because the trailer had come out, and I was like, I know I will get into an accident yes. if I try to watch this while I'm driving because right. I, I won't be able to see because the yeah, tears. Absolutely. I, I have a similar goosebumps thing when I heard this. If it plays. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And now all I Whenever think I about... Whenever I hear that, I'm like, okay. Get no, uh, me too. And now all I think about is the uh, the Chadwick Boseman uh, memorial version of that. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I cry my friggin' eyes it's out. It's so like, good. I get so emotional every single time. Like, even when I hear the music... And it's not that version of it. <laughs> I get emotional because I think about it. Bla- you know? Black Panther had, I think, some of the best music, too, of all the movies. Oh, it did. It, it absolutely did. I just did, loved it. Like, it was such a blend of, of uh, exactly, I know what you're talking about, The Joe. Killmonger That's the thing. theme song, like, I yes. fucking love it right? so much. Right? It's and, so you know, good. I mean, it's, it's common knowledge. That's not my favorite genre of music, but within the context of that movie, it was yeah. fantastic. It, it added so much to the movie. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's uh, Black Panther is one of my favorites for so many reasons, for the importance of it as a social, you know, beacon. It's such a great movie, and the movie itself, just the plot and just the story and the acting and everything. Yeah, all the actors um, in it are great. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Come on. Even like the the tertiary characters, like the guy who plays Claw, and like yes, um, yeah, yeah, and fucking Martin Freeman's character. Exactly. Yes, man. Exactly. Yeah. But so. but it's funny. I feel like I can now forecast the moments that are going to get me for instance there is a new flash movie coming out that's based largely on flashpoint the story and michael keaton's going to return as batman so right off the bat there's a trailer out that you can watch and you know they sort of tease Mm -hmm. the batmobile and the cowl and stuff i know 300 percent that there's going to be a moment in this movie where you see batman proper for the first time yes and that danny elfman score is going to yep weave its yep. way in and i know i just know how yeah. i'm going to react to that yeah. already I'm yeah with you. i'm so. with you on that yeah um I'll, i'm sorry we said two but i got i got a quick funny one right? that's fine i got another so, one too i want to talk all about right. back in 82 um i was in college community college we'll, we'll lay that out i was home <laughs> ding, 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 ding. this might have been after my my uh request from the upstate college i went to to leave <laughs> i'm not <laughs> sure but anyway um i worked as a security guard and it was it was a contract company so you could be put anywhere you know i'd be guarding a parking lot one night and you know a, a shopping mall the next day and a freaking school the day after that so 
I got this one post posting I got was at a movie theater and because it was getting rowdy in this theater all the time. Not that I, <laughs> I was not physically capable of stopping anything. I was just, you know, a, a dumpy fat guy in a, in a, in a costume, basically. Paul Blart. Uh, right. I was. Yes, exactly. Not quite as big as Kevin James, but um, and a much and nicer funnier. person than Kevin James. <laughs> also much funnier. That's a story for another day. But anyway, this movie theater was playing this, this much lesser known, probably you guys have never even heard of it, teen movie. Um, called The Last American Virgin. I have never I, heard of it. Uh, exactly. Because it wasn't, it, it, it was at the same time as Weird Science and all those other ones, but it just wasn't as good. And okay. it just, and the people in it, the only person you'd know from it, okay, is the female lead in it was in Better Off Dead as the French exchange student, and she was also in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. She was okay. one, of the, nice. the, 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 uh, one of their wives or girlfriends at the time. But otherwise, you wouldn't recognize anybody from this movie. You know, maybe some of the like background character, older actors that, you know, but I, <laughs> I watched that movie 16 times in two days, three days, because I had to be in the theater for it. So I, I, I haven't seen it since then, probably maybe once or twice, but at the time I could recite the whole movie by the time I oh finished my gosh. that post. And it had funny scenes and especially in 1982, I mean, I was 19, I 18. So it definitely was my sense of humor level at the time, as, even given the title, The Last American Virgin, you know. And, of course, as The Last American Virgin, he even loses in the end. Like, he's still a virgin at the end of this one. <laughs> okay. Oh, <no>. <laughs> um, because he's like the good guy. You know, that was the whole thing. Yeah. The thing. But anyway, yeah, I, over a three-day period of uh, Friday through a Monday night, I saw the thing 16 times. <laughs> so anyway, well, yeah. Because the movie I saw like 16 fucking times over a month period, I was one of the only people who was in the theater watching it because nobody else liked this fucking movie. <laughs> um, and that was Beavis and Butthead Do America. Oh, that's <laughs> a great that movie. movie. Yeah. I love that I movie. Love I'm that probably going to add it to our list eventually. Yeah, yeah. I have the actual movie script book to it, like the entire script book. Oh, that's really cool. And uh, yeah. But uh, I saw that movie, I don't even know how many fucking times in the theater. Yep. yep. I loved it so much. Yeah. No, that's a good movie. And and again, you know, coming from me, who doesn't like animation or, you know, a lot of that kind of movie, I love that movie. Absolutely loved it, you know. Yeah, we, we definitely yeah. should add that to the list. I have Joe fond memories ghosts? of that. Oh, we got, we got Joe investigating. I think he's probably looking for the uh, Beavis and Butthead to America. Oh, that's what he's script. doing. You're right. That's what he's doing. Okay. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, on the video, we just saw Joe start looking around like something was buzzing around his head or a ghost was knocking <laughs> books off a shelf. I don't know what, what it was, but yeah, he's looking for his script. It's the ghost um, of the 90s. You there know. you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the ghost of the 90s now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but no, like you said, Eric, so many great, you know, again, there's so, so much. We, I always, I, I feel like I'm like repeating myself so much when we do these episodes or any of the episodes because, oh, there it is, Joe. That's so cool. Yeah. And like on the inside? Yep. Nice. I got uh, Super Troopers uh, autographed nice. by Broken Lizard for Tim for his birthday a few years oh, back. That's cool. Because that's one of his, it's one of our favorite movies. I mean. Um, what I love also in the back? Yeah. Oh, or actually, cool. it might it's have been Super Troopers 2. Because, yeah, it was Super Troopers 2 script that I got for him because that was the crowdfunded uh, movie that they guys did. 
Okay. That's really cool. It's got all the artwork and everything. Oh, in that's it. excellent, man. I love the yeah. idea of a Beavis and Butthead script, like an entire right? page just being. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh, it even says, huh, huh, get out of the way, Beavis. I want to sit by the window. I love it. I love it. That's so great. And I can just see Mike Judge like writing that, like sitting down and actually <laughs> typing that out. It's actually and got the, the, the notes here says, tight on Beavis, butt. Tight on Beavis's butt as Butthead kicks it repeatedly. <laughs> uh, butthead keeps kicking. Angle to the driver up front. Okay, people, next stop, Grand Canyon. Oh, that's wow. so great. That's it's got like all the stage notes and everything. This thing is fucking great. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. And, and you know, I, when we talked about this too, I debated because I feel like it's cheating for me. I'll see a lot of older movies in, in mm-hmm. the theater you know now so i'll see like the original ghostbusters or or raiders or you know sometimes they bring stuff back jurassic park came around for like its 30th anniversary or 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 some such shit um but yeah nothing compares to that first real experience so exactly um, you guys do realize that if we do this movie i'm literally just going to read out of the book i'm not even going to take notes yeah (laughs) that's fine because it has even all the fucking background notes like yeah uh let's see where movie starts here no that's fine that's almost like cheating yeah but see you guys are avid note takers on on the main show whereas i i am not i'm i uh i started doing it that way but i i just i can't do it anymore i have to it's almost like i'm in court like everything's very short oh no i get it i mean i i've i've certainly evolved in my note taking like because i was like ridiculously over prepared for everything i'm i'm 100 just reading out of this book when we do this movie okay (laughs) page one yeah act one scene uh, one but no i know what you're saying and that was part of it for me but again for me it was just realizing i was over preparing for every episode and getting too stressed out and just making it not fun for myself so my note taking has evolved, but I still like it. You know, like when we record the episode before mine, the next morning I start working on my notes, and I just do like thirty minutes a day. See, I I wish I had that discipline, but I always um I you know since grade school, it's always been the procrastinator. That's been me. <laughs> my best work is done last minute, and I you know I block out the part where I'm stressed out of my mind <laughs> preparing yeah. at the last minute and I only think about the results you know and then that's not a that's definitely not a good thing for somebody with anxiety yeah <laughs> right <laughs> you know so well, I, I procrastinated bad for the next episode we're, we're about to record here <laughs> um yeah well, just you had a busy week man you weren't sort, even in yeah. the state you were at you were gone you were traveling and working and yeah yeah circumstances got got the better of me We'll, we'll yeah. talk about it on that episode, but um, yeah, yeah, this was fun. Just a, a quick little dive Absolutely. into memory lane. Um, yeah. Enjoy and think about your favorite uh, movie theater memories. Post them in the Facebook group. It's, uh, yeah, please. We'd like to do more than memes. We love the memes, but this would be cool if 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 our listeners could do that. Eric, you're right. Share share your share your 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 memories with us, and then who knows? We might we'll do a bonus episode where we share the listeners' memories. Things like that, so. Absolutely. On that note, we got one thing left to say. Lights. Camera. Fuck off.